don't allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate significance. Hey y'all, it's your girl Kristen Joy. And we are back for season two, episode seven. How have y'all been? Have you been drinking your water, eating right, working out, staying on budget, staying at home? How have y'all been? Yeah, girl, I've actually been doing really good. So I like told you guys like last week and the week before just about the big shift that's been happening with Rona and all of that great stuff. However, I have definitely been doing good. I'm definitely coming out on the up and up. I am for sure eating a lot better. I have been working out like five days a week. Yeah, we rest on the weekends. So I've been working out every day after work and everything like that. It's absolutely been helping. My scale is going in the right direction. So that is great news because I definitely needed that. I'm out here really trying to figure out what I'm trying to do for my birthday, which is a month away from yesterday. So I need Auntie Rona to pack her bags and go home because she is really just cramping my style at this point. So I need to figure out what I'm going to do. So me eating right, I definitely have an incentive because... The scale going in the correct direction for my birthday is the right direction. So that's been going good. Budget looks great because we can't spend any money because everything's closed. So that's great. Been canceling trips. That's been fun. So yeah, everything's looking on the up and up apparently. So thank you, Auntie Rona, for that, I guess. I was thinking about you guys and I don't remember to be honest but I don't believe that I ever talked about vision boards with you guys and I just feel like this is a perfect time for you to do that I just feel like if you have not done a vision board for this year or even if you have and you want to tweak it or add or take away things based off of everything that's going on and just the curveball we've been thrown I would definitely say do that I love vision boards. I've been making them for probably the last four years. Yeah, four or five years. The very first year I made like this huge elaborate lifelong vision board. But for me, that does not work at all. I'm more like a in the moment type person. So I need the shorter goals work better. So I changed that for the following years and I still currently do it this way as well. But I do an annual vision board. So whatever I want to accomplish that year. And then I hang it up in my room. I actually post a picture of it on social media so you guys can see it. But basically it's just different goals that I have, like different things that I am either working on this year or things that I want to try out this year or just things that I want to accomplish. So I would definitely say do that. It's in my room so I can see it all the time. And what I try to do is once a month, 
go look at the board to see where I'm at. It kind of helps me like gauge it. I remember last year I had said that I wanted to run a 5k. And so I had went like towards the end of the year and I realized that I had not ran this race. So I was like looking for all these races to sign up for. Unfortunately, I did not end up running it just due to different things going on. But I definitely need to see that's something I need to add that back to my vision board because I want to do that this year. So yeah, I've done like a 5k race, like an obstacle race before. So I mean, if that counts, okay, but I genuinely want to run the entire race. Or at least 90% of it, to be honest. Yeah, I might, yeah. I need to, yeah. So 90% of the race I would like to run. So I'm looking for like maybe like a color run or something like that. I had signed up for the bubble run, but I ended up having to, well not having, but I ended up helping my sister with one of the productions she was putting on. So that obviously took precedence. So. I did not end up doing the bubble run last year, which was one of like the last races that happened in Arizona. And that was probably like around November or so. So, and then I don't like to do like the holiday runs. It's just too many people and no. So anyway, I'll definitely be signing up for one this year so that I can, like I said, I just want to try to run it, run it all instead of doing just the obstacle courses, which are fun, but mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that being said, I wanted to also just congratulate everyone that is out there doing their party of one lifestyle decisions, just drinking your water, eating correctly. I saw some of you guys out there working out. So I just appreciate each and every one of you for remembering to tag me and to um, hashtag us as well. I super appreciate that. So keep them coming. We are definitely during this time. It's so important for for us to keep the main thing the main thing and to stay active because it's so easy for us to just be stagnant right now because everyone around us is not moving or we don't see the movement. So it's easier for us to just feel like, okay, we can all just slack off. So definitely continue posting and I hope you guys are trying something new like we talked about last week. So if you are, definitely let me know. I know I posted and I got some funny responses yesterday on just different things that people have learned or things that they are learning. So I thought that was cool. So yeah, let me know what you guys are learning. Let me know your new hobbies and we will just be out here just crushing this time. Okay, so last episode, we talked about comparing versus preparing and just how we can take data and we can compile the data and use it to our advantage or we can compare the data with the things that we already have and against ourselves. And just talking about how it's so critical for us to make sure that we are preparing ourselves for our future and preparing ourselves to take that step towards where we want to get and towards our goals versus comparing ourselves and doubting ourselves and causing us to shift and become a replica of something that's already out there. And I hope all of you listen to Comparison Kills by Jonathan McReynolds, like I told you, because it's fire. If you didn't, I know you're going to do it now because you're just so obedient and I really appreciate it. (laughs) But 
last episode was just really good because I definitely feel like it focuses on something that we all do. Like I absolutely am guilty of doing this as well. I'm just guilty of comparing myself just to different people and just to different things that are out there. And it's so cool just to see how when you really just step out there and you're just in your own skin and you're okay you do it afraid it's cool to see the response that you get and it truly is more accepted from others and they're a lot more receptive of something original versus something that's a carbon copy so yeah that's going to get us into today's topic What's in the Menu is a segment in our podcast where we would discuss the topic for today's episode. Today's topic is reward the outcome, neglect the process. And this is just talking simply about how we spend so much time focusing on the result of things that we neglect the process. We neglect the process in the sense of we don't appreciate it. And we also neglect the process in the sense of we don't put in enough work during the process to actually get the outcome that we want. A lot of times we hear about people saying like, don't believe the hype. People only post the great things on social media. We don't always post the negative things on our IG or or on Twitter or what have you. But it's so real but it's also so much deeper than that a lot of times we start or we feel like okay yeah it's only social media but it stems so much deeper to who you are and what you're doing behind closed doors yeah social media plays a huge part because you want to show people that you're succeeding you want to show people the happy moments but how many happy moments do you actually have in your life How many times do you actually succeed in your life? Is it only every time you post on IG or are there things that are happening in privacy that you aren't sharing, but you're still celebrating? And so that's basically what we're going to be talking about today. You know, celebrating those small wins because every win matters. And that's a huge piece of your process. Your process is analyzing what went wrong, what went right, celebrating those successes, those times where you figure out something that went wrong and you figure out a way to find a solution to that problem, or you figure out something that worked great and you continue doing that process. So just making sure that during our process, we're not allowing ourselves to neglect it in the sense of not giving it our all, not truly fighting through that process, not truly putting in every hour of every day into what it is that we want to do. I know I've said it before, but everything we do in our life should point back to whatever our goal is, whatever your end goal is. So if you know what majority of your purpose is, every day you need to be doing something that's pointing you closer to that purpose. Because Yeah, eventually we'll reach it, but we are going to decide the capacity that we reach our goal and the capacity of what our outcome looks like, regardless of the fact the outcome is going to look great because it's something that we've placed some work in. It's something that we've placed value in and it's something greater than where we are right now. And we dread the process. I mean, 
Think about working out. I don't like going to the gym. I don't like eating right. I don't like watching the scale, watching the measurements, watching my clothes to see, oh, am I losing weight? Am I gaining weight? Am I toning? You don't like the process that it takes for you to get there, but you love to see the results. I loved to see when I put on a bathing suit that, oh, wow, I have never worn a bathing suit like this and it ever fit like this. And so all of those times in the gym and all of those times that I had to say no to the candy or to the cake and it actually paid off. But how many times during that process did I complain? How many times during that process did I want to give up? How many times did I actually give up? Yeah, like I said, I got to the bathing suit. I got to somewhere where I was okay and I was comfortable in my own skin. But just think about how much faster I could have reached that place of contentment. While we are creating processes, while we are going through life, figure out a way for you to enjoy it. I personally feel like the easiest way for me to do it is to literally take one step at a time. I had went on my weight loss journey last year, started it. I had lost 30 pounds, then I gained weight back. And for me, Instead of allowing my mind to go back into the negative place like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this. I'm never going to be able to get it back down. Instead of going into that place, I went into the mindset of, you know what, it's literally one pound at a time. Whatever that scale says, if it's smaller this week than it was last week, we're taking it because we're getting back to the goal. So for me, like I said, it's literally one day at a time. Yeah, I may have a bad day, but tomorrow I'm going to do better. And it's just like the vision boards that I talked about, taking a huge lifetime goal and bringing it down to baby steps. And eventually I'll get to that lifetime goal, but I have to first accomplish these yearly goals to get to that decade goal. So I really encourage each and every one of you to not neglect the process, to sit down and figure out who you are and what ways you can process better. What ways are you most effective? Put those plans in motion, put those actions in motion, make whatever adjustments you need to make so that you can truly enjoy the process so that when you get to the outcome, it's even more enjoyable because you enjoyed the entire thing and you may even reach that goal even quicker. So that is all that I have for us today for what's on the menu. So let's go ahead and get into Table Talk. Table Talk is a segment in our podcast where we will have a family discussion. Family members from all over will submit conversations to the table for us to discuss. Conversation number one says, when you need advice, where should you go? I think this is a great conversation to have because so many times we need advice and we either go to the wrong people or we don't end up going to anyone at all. And I definitely believe that we have people in our lives for a reason. So we just need to make sure that we're using them correctly. The first thing I would say is to figure out what you're looking for. Are you looking for advice or are you really looking for validation? For 
someone who's looking for validation and it doesn't necessarily have to be like you as an individual only look for validation but in some situations you're looking for validation in some situations you're looking for advice so if you're looking for validation that's important to figure out in the beginning prior to even seeking out counsel because you need to go to the correct person. <laughs> so if you're going to come to me, for example, I am going to always, whether I agree or not, I'm always going to try to get you to look at it from a different perspective because I feel like it's the best way for you to gain insight on the situation and to truly make the most educated decision on which way to go. Because sometimes we don't think about every angle. So looking at it from a perspective that you are opposing will sometimes help you to figure out what it is that you want to do. So that's number one. So figuring out if you're wanting advice or if you're wanting validation. Then the next thing I would say is figure out the type of person you're going to. You need to figure out like the person's bias, the person's objective, whatever their motive is. Some people um, give great advice and other people don't. And it just is what it is. It doesn't mean anything great about the person or anything bad about the person. And some of these people can be like your closest friends, but they just can't give you advice especially on certain areas that you truly need so I would definitely say analyze whoever it is that you're asking or you're considering and then lastly for people I would just say to make sure that you trust the advice that they're giving trust that they're a sound person like I said about having the friend like you can trust this person you could trust this person with your life but if they don't give good advice like you can't trust their advice so you should know that about your friends and then also even if you hear someone's advice you should be able to figure out how to decipher like what's sound advice and what's not. So I would definitely say ask multiple people that you trust. It depends on however many people you want to ask. I don't think you need to ask an entire football team, but definitely asking more than one person just so you can get a different perspective. And then lastly, for me, I honestly ask God, I will consult the people around me and I'll also consult God and just figure out for me, like, what is the best decision to make in this time? And sometimes he's like, you know, you already know the decision or go talk to your friends. Like, this is the reason that they're they're there. Sometimes he even is like, you don't need to talk to nobody but me. And so that works best for me. So I would definitely say just to recap it all, consult God, figure out what it is that you are really looking for. If it's advice or validation, figure out the person's motives and biases towards whatever the situation is. Do you trust this person's advice? And then lastly, asking more than one person. Conversation number two says, as a single woman in my 20s, is it shallow to not want to date someone with kids? So this is a great conversation and I loved when I saw it because I actually had this conversation. I've had it twice actually with two different sets of friends. And it was funny to me because one set of friends has no kids at all. We're not dating anyone with kids. We don't have any kids. The other set of friends, some have children of their own. And then 
others are dating people with children and they don't have any children of their own. And so I thought that that was very interesting just to get different perspectives as somebody with a child and then as somebody who's dating somebody with children having no children of their own. So I think that that's definitely something to consider as well. But to answer your question, I do not believe that it's shallow for you to not want to date someone with children. The reason I do not feel that it's shallow is because it is important for you to have your deal breakers, to know things that you can and you cannot do. I don't feel that it would be fair to yourself. It would be fair to the man or to his child for you to know in your heart of hearts that you don't have what it takes to be a bonus parent and go into that situation knowing that you're not going to be able to adjust in ways that you need to adjust. So I don't feel that it's shallow for you to know yourself, but I do definitely feel like it's something to absolutely consider. I feel as though in our 20s, absolutely people do have children, but there are also people who don't have children. So I don't feel that you saying that you don't want to date anyone with children will completely say that that is taking you down to 1% left of men in their 20s for you to be with. So that's number one. Number two, I would say that if you're open to it, I don't think there's anything wrong with being open. Then that definitely wouldn't be a non-negotiable, wouldn't be a deal breaker. If someone comes along with children, then okay. If someone doesn't, then okay. But definitely being open to that, I don't believe that there's anything wrong with it if you feel like that's something that you can do. I just that is extremely important for you to not take it lightly because it involves someone else's life as well. And then one other thing I would say to keep in mind is that when I was talking to my friends that had come up in conversation that they would be okay with the child, but if there's baby mama drama, they don't have time for that, yada, 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 which I don't blame them. But That is absolutely something that you have to keep in mind and you have to keep in consideration as well. You can't just take the child from the mother and you can't take the child from the mother's family as well. So especially if you're marrying that person, you have to consider that as well because you're now blending families and that is something that is extremely important. That mother will be in not only that child's life, but your life for the rest of your life because If you plan on getting married and not getting a divorce, that child will always be there and you guys will always be together in some way, shape or form. So that's definitely something to keep in mind as well. I have absolutely seen it go great. I have seen amazing blended families and it is just so beautiful to watch because you literally cannot see any differences you cannot see like where blood stops and where love starts and I think that that is just so beautiful to see and for me it shows me that it's possible I've seen as I'm sure many of us have just so many blended families not work out or there just be some form of trauma and ultimately like the child is the one who gets affected by it but for me to have the privilege just to see blended families be so successful I just 
It's just so beautiful to me. So I would definitely say, no, I don't feel that you're shallow. If you're open to it, then be open. If you're not, then it's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong. This is my personal opinion. And I do think that this conversation is not one size fits all for sure. So I hope that answered both of these conversations. If you do have anything that you would like to bring to the table, absolutely submit those either through DMs or you can email them as well. And it is I am Kristen Joy one at gmail.com. Smile and let everyone know that today you are a lot stronger than yesterday. Drake. Sweet treat is just a small treat that I wanted to share with my family members, something that God gave me throughout my quiet time. Today's sweet treat is it's not about you. Okay, so it's not about you. It's just simply something that I was talking to God about and he revealed to me how at times I can operate out of emotions. So when I'm feeling good, then I operate in good. If I'm feeling bad, then it's just mediocre. And typically it's when it's something that I'm not passionate about. It was funny because he actually told me this as I was going to something that I was actually passionate about. And I watched myself like it be out of it and not do the best that I could do. And so... Yeah, a lot of times it does happen when you're not passionate about the situation, but it also happens when you are passionate about the situation because you're allowing yourself to be controlled and to be swayed by your different emotions. And so all of that went on and I was like, all right, great. That is beautiful. I need to do better. That's something that I need to work on. And then I didn't feel like doing something and I was thinking of all the ways that I could get out of it and ultimately I just ended up having to do it and so I ended up going outside and as I was out there these boys were playing soccer and they had kicked the ball over the fence and this fence did not look stable in any way shape or form it looked as though like It was just up for appearance, not necessarily up for you to climb it. Well, they had an idea in their mind, like, we're not going to walk around to get the ball. We're just going to climb this fence. And so as I'm walking outside, I see the ball and then I see the boys about to climb the fence. And I'm like, oh, it's cool, y'all. I'll throw it to you. And they're like, oh, thank you so much. And so I throw them the ball. And in that moment, I realized how many times have I not wanted to do something and I didn't do it. And so many times I think like, man, I probably missed out on something, but next time, or I always think of me not doing what I need to do, what I'm missing out on, but I never thought about who is missing out on what it is that they need because I'm choosing not to move. So this really got me thinking. And in that moment, it was as small as getting the boys a soccer ball, but What if it's something bigger next time? What if I'm making someone's life more difficult? I'm causing someone to work harder than they were intended to work. Or I'm causing someone to have to stop what they're doing to now go help the individual that I was supposed to be out there helping. And for me, it was just a huge eye opener because we went from 
you working out of emotions to it not being about you, but you being so wrapped up in your emotions, it now affects other people that you may or may not see the effects of. So the question that I'm going to leave you with today is who else has to struggle because you just don't feel like it? That's all that I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in and just listening to yet another episode of Party of One podcast. Make sure you find someone who needs to hear this and you share it with them because our tribe is going to thrive in 2020. So let's just make sure we are doing our part. Like, subscribe, and review this podcast. Any questions, comments, or concerns, or just things you want to add, definitely go ahead and add that. I love to see all of your favorite parts, so make sure you stop and you share your favorite parts of this episode with me. Just screenshot them, add them to your story, and tag your girl. And make sure you're following us at party of one underscore podcast and also follow me at i am kristen joy underscore and lastly don't forget y'all be bold be exclusive and be enough well if i listen to you and everything you put in my ear i'll be living like shut up shut up could i'll be paralyzed by fear huh ain't that the truth if i quit the only way i lose i got two choices when i do this make moves or make excuses huh if you know who i'm talking about then you got me My biggest enemy is me, and even I can't stop me.